Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of the Nurse Money Talk podcast. My name is Thomas Yuzebnem, and in this episode, we're actually going to talk about how many hours or days nurses should be working in a row. So before we get started, though, I want to go ahead and invite you, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the podcast and also to give us a positive rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're now on iHeartRadio, pretty much whatever podcast platform that you use, because that really does help us in terms of getting the word spread. So now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about how many hours and days nurses should work straight. This is kind of an interesting topic because I think I have worked a lot of hours. I've come in for just a couple hours to relieve somebody because they were going home or they needed to leave early. And I've done all the way to 16 hour shifts. And of course, I've done everything else in between. So as for how many days... I've done everything from partial days to several days in a row. So we'll talk about the number of days I've done towards the end. But let's start with how many hours should nurses work straight? As somebody who has worked a lot of hours, I'm just going to go ahead and mention that I love 16-hour shifts. I love it because... If I'm trying to get 40 hours or 36 hours, some facilities will actually let you get away with 32 hours for a full-time shift, then I'm only looking at like two, maybe two and a half days a week. And then I have my 32, 36 or 40 hour shifts. And then I have the rest of that time to myself. And I love that because if you want to get a second job, get a hobby, get a side hustle, it makes it so much easier to do all of that because you have so many days free. But the thing about 16 hour shifts is that a lot of facilities I've noticed are really cutting back on those 16 hour shifts. A lot of them really do not want their nurses being scheduled out for 16 hour shifts. Now, some of them, if push comes to shove, we'll have you stay and work 16-hour shifts. But really, for the most part, I've noticed some facilities are really trying to move away from that 16-hour shift. I'm thinking part of the reason why so many facilities are trying to actually get away from those 16-hour shifts are just some studies that come out, they're suggesting that Those long hours leads to poor patient outcomes because of fatigue-related errors and mistakes that happen. And about the 16-hour shifts, let's just get something out of the way. It's not really 16 hours. It ends up being more than 16 hours. Because if you are in a situation to where, like, let's say what? So 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. would be 16 hours, right? So if you're supposed to start giving report at 7, what time should you actually be there? It's going to be more than 7. And so you're getting out at 11 p.m., right? And if you work at 16-hour shifts, and I've worked a lot of them, Do you ever get out at 11 p.m. on the dot? If you work 12 or even eight hour shifts, which I've done those as well, how often do you actually get out on time like you're supposed to? Whether that's nurses, your relief nurse showing up late or not showing up at all, and then that makes for a very um, interesting situation, or you have a lot of charting that you still have to catch up and do. And so 
it hardly ever really happens that you leave at 16 hours. And the thing about 16 hours is by the end of it, it really does start wearing on you. So a couple hours, not that big of a deal. Four hours, okay. Eight hours, depending on your unit. Some people might start going home at 12 hours. A lot of people probably are doing some shift changes and then you're there for the last mile. That extra four hours, it drags on. I definitely see where those research papers are coming from because especially if you've had a difficult patient for that entire 16 hour stretch, you end up having to exert more and more energy just to try to think clearly and focus, especially past that 12, 13 hour mark. So as for somebody who actually does like 16 hour shifts, I would say 12 hours is really a good stopping point in terms of ideal work hours. I would say 12 hours is really probably a good balance between working, getting a lot of your hours straight in a row while also trying to be safe as well. And I have seen nurses who really like the 10 hour shift because it gets them two more hours than the eight hour shift. And then typically you can have an extra day off during the weekdays. And for some, it might be you have Fridays off or I've seen some who really like the work Monday, Tuesday, you're off Wednesday, come back, work Thursday, Friday, and then you have off on Saturday and Sunday. And the main time I've seen four-hour shifts done are facilities where you work 12 hours, but you still have to get 40-hour shifts. So if you work three 12s, that would be 36, so then you would need four. So I've seen some that would just come in just to have to get four hours. Though a lot of times, instead of the four, they'll typically just work the eight-hour shift anyway and try to get some four-hour overtime while they're already there. So what about the days? I have started hearing that some facilities are actually starting to crack down a little bit on how many days in a row that they'll allow nurses to work. And all of this is fine and dandy until they're really short-staffed and then some of that kind of goes out the window. But I think the most I've worked is eight or nine hour, 10-day period or something like that. And it was a struggle. Just being really honest, it's a struggle. Going back to what I said before about it starts taking more and more energy just to think clearly once you've worked all those hours in a day. But then once you've worked all those days in a row, you're probably just not getting good enough sleep anyway, because if you're doing a seven to seven, so let's say you do a seven to seven, right? You probably get there at 6.30, give or take, if you want to be there on time, if reports actually starts at seven. So you get there at 6.30, and then you start at 7 a.m., you get off at 7 p.m. Let's say 7 p.m. you start report. Let's say report only takes you about 30 minutes. So you get done at 7.30 p.m. And then let's say you have 30 minutes of other charting just to kind of do. So you get done with your back charting at 8 p.m. And then let's just say it takes you 30 minutes to get home. So that would be 8.30 p.m. You get home. Let's say it takes you an hour to unwind, bathe, bath, and everything else. Then that means you would try to go to bed at 
9.30, right? At 9.30, if you wanted eight hours of sleep, and then you'd have to get then at 5.30 a.m. to try to get back to work on time. If you do everything right to the T, as I said, you could probably have enough time in between to work, get home, sleep, get enough rest, and then be able to come back to work refreshed. The issue with what I just said is that those are ideal scenarios that hardly, if ever, actually happens. So the person who's supposed to relieve you hardly ever shows up on time. Your charting is rarely going to go that smoothly. And so then you end up leaving work late. You end up getting home late. And then you end up not getting enough sleep to actually get to work on time or whatever for report. If you're working that many days straight, all it takes is one or two days in the middle of that to throw the entire thing off. And then you're just constantly trying to catch up and then you'll never catch up. It really is a struggle once you work so many days in a row and I think three days in a row, especially if you're doing 12 hour shifts, is probably the ideal number of days to work in a row. Just because the first one, you're probably refreshed coming in. You might be okay at the second one. But even if things do run a little bit late, then by the third one, you just have to power through it and then you'll have a day off to recharge. Hopefully then catch up on your sleep. I think I've already talked earlier about why working so many hours and so many days is attractive is because that gives you a lot of opportunities to side hustle, go on trips, and they'll have so many days off in a row to where they can pretty much go on vacation and hardly if ever use time. Or if you do use time, then you have a lot of days off that you can then use to take trips on. The other thing as well with stacking that I think it's important to mention is that there's less driving you have to do, especially if you live a long ways away from your work and you just get more things done. So like the days that you're off, you're going to be more productive in general. Number three being that it's, it's just going to be easier to go to school. You have so many days off. I know for me, when I was in school, the days that I had off are my best days to study. It's really hard for me to go to work, come back and then try to study right after work. And then the last one, which I've already touched on, is that you don't have to use as much leave. I think it's also important to mention that there are some downsides to working so many hours and so many shifts in a row. The one that I've already touched on is just fatigue. It's really hard on yourself to just try to do so many hours or so many days in a row. You run a risk of patient errors because of fatigue. It's just hard to concentrate for that many hours or days in a row. And the other thing as well, which I think is worth mentioning, is that it can actually be really hard on family life, especially if you have young kids. We'll take the example I did before, which was six days straight. So if you're doing 12 hour shifts, if you have young kids, that means that when you're waking up, they're probably still asleep. And then when you're getting back to work, then they've probably have already gone to bed. And so you are potentially missing a lot with young kids. It's also important to mention that in terms of family life, of just relationship with a spouse or a partner, that could also be difficult with that as well. So not saying it's not doable, 
Of course it's doable, a lot of people make this work, but there's some things to have to keep in mind when it comes to just working so many hours or so many days straight. I think I pretty much covered all I wanted to say. You can find the show notes for this particular episode by going to nursemoneytalk.com forward slash podcast forward slash 13. That's nursemoneytalk.com slash podcast slash 13. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will catch you in the next one.